Okay. We're back with another episode of the Just Offside podcast with myself, Mike Pavella. And Keith, we back. The levels of excitement are just polarizing here. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be recording. I feel like we haven't done just me and you, Keith, in a while. Yeah, it's been a while, actually. I think back when we last did that. I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's got to be before Christmas. Oh, yeah, way before Christmas, 100%. Way yeah, before. so this is the first one of just us in the 2022. I'm embracing it. I'm happy with it. The new year. <laughs> oh, mate. So we're recording on Monday. It's the 17th. Um, had a little bit of a wild weekend. Couldn't really do it on the weekend. So we apologize. But hopefully this will be out to your ears as soon as possible. On Saturday morning, we, well, I got to start it off. It was probably midday for a little bit, some people, but. Man City versus Chelsea. Is the title race finished, Keith? It's been finished. Bro. It was finished before this game for me. You think it was finished before this game? Yeah, it's done. It's done, bro. It's done. Once Pep's team's flying like this, once they have, for me, once it was at like eight, but what will it be? If Liverpool wins both, it's still eight? Eight, yeah. So yeah. they have one game, one yeah, more game me. if they win it, eight. For me, it's still eight points for... Pep's team to drop what three games at least. I yeah, they just don't. They don't, don't do that, that happening over the course of however many games are left. But no, they look good. They look good, and then of course, brilliant from KDB. What a goal! It's a bit like the, I, you text me straight away. I was just impressed. I thought Nicola Conte would have him for sure. For him to get like around him it was fucked. Yeah. And then just curl it in. That's a composure. That was like a pass. Yeah. Beautiful finish, man. But like, I don't know. What's up with Chelsea, man? Like, Lukaku too is just like, bro, what happened, man? This guy cannot hold the ball up. That's what happened. But you see him do, like, he was a, bo- he was a boss in, in Syria. So, like, I don't know what happened. It's like we're watching two different players when he comes back here. Partnerships, man. Yeah, that's true. He's up there by himself. He's up there by himself. Pulisic, those guys, they weren't really doing like too, too much. No. It's nothing. And then obviously, you know, you're playing City, you're not going to have much of the ball, bro. And you got. And there was a couple chances. There was a couple chances that first half where he could have got a a good through ball. Yeah. I think it was Ziyech, and he fucked it. He just got a counterattack. Counterattack and counterattack. But no, nothing, bro. City. I think they're, yeah, I think it is. I think it's a wrap. 12 wins in a row in form. Yeah, no, it's done. It's done for me. And it's a who, wrap. Does Liverpool play? Did they? Well, they did win this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, they played Brentford yesterday, 3 0. But no, it'll be tough for them to drop three, the three points or the three games of. For the rest of the way, I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Have to be a freak, freak occurrence. Yeah, it have to be like injuries, COVID, for them to drop those kind of points. But I think, um, fuck, what was I gonna say? I just fucking lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, no, it's done for me. 
I'd agree with you. I think it's done. I think that win solidified it for me, though, because if Chelsea could have won that, it would have been a little bit different. Yeah. But they're just rolling. They're rolling exactly. and they got it. I think it's in the bag. Whereas Chelsea, Liverpool, I think now it's going to be City first. Liverpool is going to come second. Chelsea's maybe. I think they're still going to finish third, but they're slipping a bit. They sure, but unless, yeah, but they don't smart enough, they might get dragged into that with like uh, Spurs and Tottenham and West Ham and them, but we'll see. We will see. But the title's already gone. We got to start talking about the other teams in the race for Champions League. And one of those teams that's in the race for Champions League is Menu. And we're not in no obviously, race. we're not in no race for Champions League. They're in the conversation based off of Cristiano Ronaldo's interview last week that came out. My guy is not looking to finish six or seven. He's looking we're for We're not in no top four. Con- no, I don't know what he's saying, to be honest. I, I listened to that interview. But I don't know. Just the vibe. I don't think the vibe has ever been like this at Man United. It's weird. Like, I didn't even watch the game. I don't even care. I don't care to watch them right now. So I was out. I didn't even make no arrangements. I was out doing some stuff. Saturday, like, fuck it. I don't even need to watch. I thought they'd lose. Then I saw him up to nothing. He's like, oh, fuck. Maybe we'll get it done. And then boom. <laughs> As we know, the worst lead in football strikes again. I can't, man. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know what to say with them. I don't know. Well, it's pretty poor. Like, Bruno's goal was very, very weak. And I think you guys were very lucky to be up 2 0. And. In the second half, I don't, I just uh, find it like you guys are boring. I've seen all these clips, like these guys are not playing like through balls to Ronaldo. I feel like his service is, it just isn't good. They don't like no. he hasn't gotten in service. But it's because there's no, I don't feel like there's no direction. When I watched them, what was the last game I watched? I think it was the Villa, the FA Cup, maybe. Was that FA Cup? Manu. When they played them in FA Cup, was that Villa they played? Yeah, at home. And like even winning when we won one, no. But like it's just, bro, there's nothing. There's no team. It's like a bunch of 11 individuals playing on the field. There's no structure. People just, I don't know. Rashford so can I, Rashford has taken a fucking drop. Yeah, his form is shit. Shit. Can I ask you something then? You well, know, Ronaldo's comments about how when he was a young player and he would get feedback from the older players and he would take it and listen. And then he said, this generation doesn't really listen or doesn't take on the advice. Who do you think he's taking shots at? I don't know. That could be none of them. It's just fucking speaking. Who knows? Who knows? But I do agree with that in general, with that statement, even from coaching, even from coaching uh, kids, Young kids, younger kids, teenagers. Some kids don't want to hear shit, man. And you're like, fuck. I mean, you're trying to help them. <laughs> yeah, all right, like, cool, mate. Okay, bro. Like, <laughs> that's insane. But no, I understand. I get that statement, but I don't know, man. I don't know what they got to do right now. I, I think he's I, fired that. I think he's fired that straight at Greenwood. Eh. To me, he's been out of the young guys. He's probably been the best this season. So. I don't know if he's firing at him. Rashford hasn't done shit. Sancho, I, I, it's, it's tough. You got to so adjust into a new new environment. So first season, I'm not, I'm not uh, judging him off this first year. But 
and to be in a toxic environment right now. So uh, we'll see. We'll see with United, but I I don't think they'll be in. We're not finishing top four. We'll be out of, we're going to be knocked out of Champions League. Hopefully we can make an FA Cup run. That's what I'm hoping. That's it for the rest of the season. I like that. FA Cup run. That's always a good one. Um, let's talk about Coutinho back in the Prem. Comes back and I think he might have been credited with the assist, but I know for sure that he scored. Kind of cool to see him back in the Prem. I saw, um, I think it was on Twitter or Instagram or something, like what change of scenery does for some players. And like wanting to, but no, you wanted, you're wanted somewhere. I think that's going to help him there with CBG. I think it was a good spot for him. And he's gonna play he was obviously he, he was obviously wanted by Barcelona. Hmm? He was obviously wanted by Barcelona. How why? The money's there. Bro, the amount of money that they splashed on to get him from Liverpool. I'm talking about right now. Obviously, they didn't want him. Obviously, he would have stayed. No, I know, but obviously he was a flop, even like when he first got to Barca. Like he wasn't balling out, he wasn't doing anything there. So that's what I'm saying. It's a new environment. He's wanted there. Fresh start. Yeah, yeah, I get it now. But I'm saying, like, at the start of Barca, like, he was obviously wanted. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Never mind that. Go ahead. What do you mean, go ahead? Bro, that's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you said, oh, yeah, if he goes to fucking Aston Villa now and he feels wanted, he's obviously going to play well. But, yeah, like, you say that, but it it doesn't work all the time. Okay. It was a flop at Barca, bro. I get all that. What happened to my screen? Where'd you go? Right here, right here baby. Uh, but yeah, I, I like seeing him back. I think he's he might do bits. I think Wendia should be a little bit worried because they just got him in the summer and he hasn't been playing as great as he could be. I mean, he was Norwich's player of the year last year. He was one of the best players in the championship. And getting Coutinho and having that instant impact, that's his position. So if I was him... I'd be a little worried. I think they've made some, even him and uh, Luca Dino, those two good signers are be big for them. They've low key like been really good in the transfer market. Yeah, those are going to be massive, and they splash. That's a lot of money for left back too. What was it? Twenty seven, I think. Twenty seven mil. Twenty seven. What is he? He's like his mid twenties, maybe. But you know what? They've They've turned that Grealish money into like okay yeah, money. True. Yeah. That's so they've true. used it kind of wisely because they bought Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins the year before. Um, trying to think of who else they splashed on. Mar- Emmy Martinez. So they, they've put some of that money back in, but they've done, I think recruitment wise, they've gotten some good players. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk L- Luca Dean. He leaves Everton because he has he falls out with Rafa, and he says there's only one there's only one person who's changed my love for the game. Has this falling out with this guy? Leaves, and the next game Rafa gets sacked. Everton Football Club, what are you doing? They're fucked. They suck, man. <laughs> Rafa gets the sack. They lost to Norwich, giving Norwich their second win of the season. Our 
very good friend, Joel Belmar, traveled to Norwich to watch that <laughs> game. <laughs> when they went down 2-0, I immediately thought he would be fucking furious. And rightly so, after the game, when I saw him when he came back to London, he was wasted and very upset. Um, but Rafa gets the sack, man. I sometimes wonder why you hold on for so long with the managers. Because they could have let hit him go a while ago and maybe saved your season, but I think it's done for them. Finish mid-table and that'll be it. As it stands, they're sitting in 16th on 19 points with 19 games played. Yeah. It's a tough, tough times, tough time for the blues. They'll finish, yeah, they'll finish my table, but yeah, tough. Because remember the, how they started the, the season? I know. Like, so that's unfortunate. And you lose a left, lose a quality left back. <clears throat> see all state. We'll see all state losing this uh, window, but yeah, we'll see. And who do you bring in Coat to manage? They're saying Roberto Martinez. Uh, they're saying there were possibly reports about Wayne Rooney. But I don't think Wayne Rooney's going to leave uh, Derby right now because he's been doing an amazing job with them. I think it'd be, I think it'd be hard on him to leave after what he's done this year. But yeah. I think it's going to be Martinez. Martinez will be back. Duncan Ferguson's going to be the caretaker, I think, for a little bit now. And then I know Belmar is going to want me to say this. He wants Graham Potter, and he was he's not going to get Graham Potter until possibly the summer, if anything. So the club's just toxic, bro. They got rid of. They spent so much money. Harry Potter. They spent so much money and they've done so much. They managers, there's something in that club that's just holding them back. And I don't know if it's just their poor decision making or whoever's running it, but there's a problem there. It's a real problem. But obviously, North London Derby, that was postponed. A lot of shit about like, how it got postponed a lot of people complaining about arsenal even trying to put that thing forward to get it postponed but i'm not even going to try and talk about that man no, it's such a you, i get i get arsenal i don't yeah i have no problem with arsenal now putting in the request but overall i think this shit needs to stop i think every I, and the one guy in the bundesliga said it we played a bunch of like our youth players we had to do that like that's football do that and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how it should be. But Arsenal's not the first team to postpone a match for the yeah, last. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. No, but yeah, before all that. Yeah, I get them. Of course, you'd do it if you had to. But yeah, to me in the Premier League, like, why, why are we games getting postponed? A club, a football club, is the full club. It's not just the 25 whatever guys you have on the roster. Academy is part of that for me. U23 is all that. That's part. I of think the club. only, I, I think the only problem with that is like the registration of players. Yeah, but the way things are nowadays, I think you need to start making changing rules and that kind of stuff for those type of things to happen with these COVID stupidness and all that. Yeah, so those I measures. Think, yeah, I think it needs to change. We can't be postponing all these games. How many is like 20 something, I think, games? And they're so, yeah, and they're going to have to put those and squeeze those in midweeks. And yeah. then it's going to make the schedule even more congested. But yeah, I think Arsenal weren't the first team to do it. They've been doing it for the last like month or so. And they've been doing it like super late notice. Yeah. So the fact that it just happened, obviously it sucks because it was a, a 
it's a big game, especially on a Sunday. Everyone's really trying to, besides the Chelsea City game, that's the second biggest viewership game of the weekend. So obviously Sky's upset, all the media is pissed off, but it's in our best interest. Let's see, they got to figure it out. The league's got to figure something out. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. They should play like the U23s, those kids, they have to go in. You have to field the squad. You got to play. Just feel, yeah, you have to get, you get your 18 players, man. Because I saw Bayern Munich had like zero Bundesliga experience on their bench, but fuck, they played the game. Yeah, exactly. No one person had an appearance. Well, let's move on. Prem, figure it out. We want these games to be played. Just put the feel the team, man. Feel the team. But saying that, I'm glad we didn't play. <laughs> We'll rest up for Thursday night against Liverpool. Yeah, well, before mm-hmm. we move on, what are your thoughts? Thursday or when is that? Wednesday, Thursday? Thursday night. Um, you know what? The first leg, I'm shocked and amazed that it finished nil-nil. I thought for sure as soon as Granacheco got a red card that it was going to be done. I thought even before the game, hopefully it's just like a one-nil or we managed to score a goal because away goals don't matter anymore. So I was it's, like, okay. yeah, what is it? What is the, it's just whatever. It's, it's just whatever. It's just straight up. It's whoever scores more. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we don't even need to like strategize for an away goal. Let's just try and go to Anfield and not get smashed. And it was a nil nil. And now it kind of sets up like, obviously the squad, who knows what the lineup's going to be, <laughs> yeah. but, but a second leg at the Emirates on a Thursday night for a chance to go to like the final is is pretty dope. I think the atmosphere is almost, I think it's almost sold out, which is amazing for a game like that. So the atmosphere will be good. Hopefully. I mean, it could possibly be like an extra time thing. It could be a shootout type thing. It could yeah, be whatever. Great. So it depends. So I'm excited. I got to get, man, it was 10 pounds to get to this game. So it was like a good incentive to get it sold out. You, you're watching it outside. <laughs> fuck that no outside the, I'll be inside. the stadium i'll be inside man i actually got decent got decent seats for it so i'm actually excited for that which also is uh by the time you're listening to this episode if you jump on on thursday night on instagram i'll post a, a couple of pictures maybe some videos of the atmosphere of a good old carabao cup semi-final a caribbean cup <laughs> energy drink cup mate i fucking love it now i've been talking shit about it for years if we make it to the final i'm gonna be the biggest fan of what of this carabao cup oh of the cup yeah <laughs> yeah let's move on though we'll start in italy Serie A over the weekend inter atalanta that was the heavyweight match i would say of the weekend and it was a nil nil draw which is very surprising for both of those teams yeah, bro, Syria, yeah, I started watching it because I got that FUBU TV. And, like, the first game I watched was that, um, what fucking game was it? It was, like, 4-3. Was that Juve Roma last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's literally the first game I watched on that uh, streaming service. It's like, fuck. Yeah, and Syria has been a lot of goals all over the place. But no, no. Yeah, very different. Yeah, I thought for sure, like Atalanta, you always see Inter, it's like 4-2, 4-1. Atalanta yeah. score like There's five or put six past them. It's just, I, I bet Maldini and like Cannavaro are looking at that league and looking at some of those results and just going, what is, what's happened to our defending? I know, because that used to be the league where defending was like, the, it was known for. 
defense. But they drew nil-nil, and Juve won 2-0 over the weekend. As we're recording, AC and Napoli are both playing. AC Milan is tying right now 1-1 with Spezia, and Napoli is up 2-0 on Bologna. But what I was going to say is Juve knocking on the door for Champions League spot. Yeah, so they're unbeaten in what, maybe like six, seven games, there, I think. Yeah, they've hit a good run of form. They're currently on 41 points. Atalanta are on 42 with a game in hand. So it's going to be it's going to be close. They'll be, you know, they're going to be there. Luckily, we'll get them there. I think Napoli, Napoli or Atalanta drop out. I think Napoli will. Yeah, after the seat at the start they had. Yeah. To now be like they're not like they're not they're not falling hard. They're still on 46 points. They're still close, but it's tough. It's tough. I still think Inter are gonna take the league though. Yeah, I want Milan too, but we'll see. I just hope it comes down to the last few games of the year. Yeah. Well, especially the Nap uh, AC fucking if they drop points today at home against Spezia, that's that's a no good. <laughs> well, let's move on then. Bundesliga. We're not even going to talk about any of the games. Bayern is six point clear. We don't care. The big thing that's happening this week is Holland has to make a decision. And I, I'm told, I'm not told, I'm reading that he has by Friday. And he has to choose between Real Madrid, Barcelona, and City. Apparently, the package is about two hundred and ninety-two million for him. Keith, two hundred. What two hundred for? What is wages? The whole package, like the transfer fee, the agent fee, the salary, or whatever it would be. The whole package for him is two hundred ninety-two million. But I thought his release clause is like something stupid, like what sixty million or something like that. I think that's part of the that's it, that's what's included. Yeah, but then that goes into the salary. The agent gets like I think twenty million or something like that. It's just a whole. He, and that's, yeah, I think he so, has so, what's his name, that crazy guy, Ranola, Ranola, whatever. Ranola, yeah, super yeah, agent. He's. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, he's not staying. Definitely but. not staying. So, where do you think he goes? Where do you think is his best fit? Madrid. Ma- I say Madrid, but um, Benzema's still there. They have to play with both. They have to have both of them on the field somehow. Well, Benzema actually report came out today saying he said he's leaving if they sign. If they Holland. sign Holland. So then, yeah. Well, that would be if Ben. Yeah, if Benzema was to leave, I'd say there. But if not, then then City. But fuck. Okay, I so then I fuck. So then I'll ask you. <laughs> I'll ask you this: Where would you like to see him most? Madrid. I want him and Mbappe to go to Madrid. I want new Galacticos, man. Bro, that'd be fire. That's exactly my thought. Yeah, I want new Galacticos over there. I want to stay away from the Prem, to be honest, man. We don't need any more trouble over here. If he went to City, it'd be annoying. Yeah, they don't even fucking need him, man. Because, yo, the thing is, these guys are going to win the league. And Grealish, once Pep gets Grealish going and, like, next year, a year after that, like, it'll be dumb again. So I don't even think they need Holland because I think Grealish is eventually going to get going too. Takes those guys some time under Pep. Yeah, that's true. So I think some work for them. 
Yeah, if you went to City, though, oh, my God, he'd just slide right in that lineup easily. He's also just a freak. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, no, I want Madrid. I want him at Madrid with, with Mbappe. Those two, for the next 10 years, can just fucking wreak havoc. Bro, but, him, Mbappe, and Vinny? Vinny Jr. on the way? Like, the that thing fun is three? To, you know Mbappe. Like, you want these guys want to win those Ballon d'Ors and all that. And, like, are you going to be winning them year after year if you're both on the same team together? Because, you know, they also have egos, these fucking young kids. Like we said, Ronaldo. These guys wouldn't listen right. to Ronaldo, probably. So who do you, like, do you want to go? Do they both want to go there to play together? That's going to be a thing, too. Because we know Mbappe is going for sure. Yeah. Okay, this brings up a good question. Do you think that these younger guys care more about, like, a Ballon d'Or than, like, a Champions League trophy? Well, if I'm Mbappe, no, I, I, wouldn't, give a, I wouldn't give a fuck. I already got a World Cup. So, of course, now I want a Ballon d'Or. True. Holland? You need to start winning some trophies. That is a valid point. Yeah, you so, know he's never going to win anything with Norway. Yeah, so... Like, Mbappe's already stamped, bro. He's already stamped. Obviously, he'll win. He's going to win. He'll win. He should win at least one or two Ballon d'Ors, I'd say. It's like 22. 22, yeah. So, he's got 10-plus years. So, yeah. But we see. Those two together would be crazy, man. That'd be nuts. Perez, get the deal done. Make it happen. That would be crazy. Extend the ting for Modric. Let this guy play with them. Oh, that'd be insane. Because then they, oh, yeah. No, they'd be set. They're set. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy. We're not even talking about, like, Eden Hazard's still there. Does he play? Yeah, like, he's like, Bale's done. Bale's he, done, bro. Reports he's, he's retiring. Yeah, if he doesn't make the World Cup, he's going to retire. <laughs> I guarantee you, in the next five years, he's going to be a PGA. No way. You know how hard it is to make the fucking PGA. But he, what if, like, like, obviously got to that level. He stayed there for a bit. But, like, his, the fall off, the fall was like, fuck, man. I feel like it was him partially being in Spain as well. Like, the guy never learned the language. When you had a manager, like, and you had that, like, it must have just been, after a while, like, surely if you're, like, into it and you care a little bit enough, I guess, yeah, like, you start care. learning the start, language and yeah. doing it over. But you know what? He won, what, three, two, three Champions League, so. Scored an unbelievable goal in the finals. Yeah, he won a lot of trophies there, so I don't think. I think if he, he would do it again, I think he could go back, so. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's got money. Yeah. Crazy. But that's interesting. I think so. We're both we're both saying Holland. To yeah, I hope Madrid. Hopefully Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, I would love that. But I'd also, would be sick. if you if you went Barca, then you have that. Then we have that Mbappe Holland, which would be amazing too. That's the other like flip of the coin, right? Which would be like, great, and which I think maybe that's what Holland's thinking. That would be great for football for another ten years. We need that. We yeah. need another like we need another of those need two guys like playing that. in a domestic league together. Yeah. Competing at that that level. Yeah, that would be good, too. But we'll see. The thing is, though, I don't see either of them as Barca players. I don't see Holland as Barca, no. Unless it's like a new... I don't really even see Mbappe as Barca. No, Mbappe's Madrid, but we knew... I'm not even... Yeah, we know he's going there. He's done. But... Yeah, if we got got that, it would be sick. Well, let's see. I mean, if this decision and these reports are correct... Find out by Friday, and that's gonna set 
the Twitter world and the football world ablaze by Friday if he makes that decision. Yeah, we'll fucking see. But speaking of which, as we move on to La Liga, we'll talk about the Super Cup because that just took place in Saudi Arabia. Um, why do they play week. there? Bro, why else? Money. Yeah, I guess. You know how much these guys are getting to just go there and play the Super Cup in Saudi Arabia? Wait, but what is the what is the Super Cup? What is it? It's, I wish I actually knew. I think it's similar to like the Carabao Cup. Like it's like the League Cup of them but it went to the semifinals it's reached the stage of the semifinals and, and they have they this agreement with saudi arabia that they played on wednesday night and thursday night i believe and then the final on sunday is this a new cup because i swear they just had copa del rey only so they had copa del rey and they have the super cup okay so now they have it okay the so copa del rey is similar to the fa cup whereas yeah. the super cup is similar to the carabao cup which is why a final is played this part of the season yeah, true. Because I don't remember like Messi and all of them playing in Super Cups before. Only the only one I remember is like the ones before the season, which is like the um, Copa del Rey yes. winner and then the La Liga winner. But I don't know. Yes. I guess this is new. But yeah. Madrid. Just money, man. Yeah. Just money. But yeah, Real Madrid beat Barcelona in the semifinal. That game went to extra time. Yeah. Fucking took the under in that game, man. Fuck me. <laughs> Yeah, 2-1, was it? Finished? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2-1. And then the next night, Athletic Bilbao beat Atletico Madrid. Cool story. I love that the Naki Williams, like Naki Williams and Nico Williams, like that, those brothers, it's pretty dope to see them both playing and yeah. both being like what somewhat successful getting to a final, which yeah, is great. And then last night, obviously, Real Madrid Took home the trophy. Modric scored. Benzema scored. Penalty. Another trophy for Real Madrid. Hala Madrid, man. Hala Madrid. Trophy. What's, and what's the what's the gap at the top for them right now in the league? I'm not sure just because of the fact that these guys were out in Saudi Arabia playing, whereas like Sevilla oh, were, games were still played. playing their game. True. So, if we're looking at it right now, Real Madrid have played one more game than Sevilla, and they have a five-point gap. So, if Sevilla wins that game in hand, it'll be two points. Two points, okay. Which isn't big, but Real Madrid and Sevilla are way further. Like, Real Betis is in third on 34 points. True. So, from 49 to 34, from first to third, is a big gap. So, really, Real Madrid are just trying to clear Sevilla. Yeah, true. That's the only team that they have to deal with and have to worry about. Maybe that trophy, maybe they're getting that trophy is a little sign to Holland saying, hey, buddy, come here. Yeah, you want one of these? <laughs> you want one of these Super Cups in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But let's get to the shout outs of the episode, man. We got a lot of shout outs today. You want to start with the first one? No, you roll through, man. Do your thing. My I'll, thing. I'll, oh, my I'll goodness. Speak on, I'll speak on them when I need The first them. one, the first couple are, are all about the Canadian boys. So the first one goes to Tejan Buchanan, man. Shout out to him. Finally made his move. He got his debut on the weekend with Bruges. 
Yeah, I watched. I watched. I caught some of it. He looked good, man. Looked comfortable. Didn't look out of place. Looked confident. So I think I think that's a perfect spot for him to then again make a jump, and I'm sure in a few years. But yeah, I think he's gonna do boss that league. Just getting I think so, bro. every time, almost every time he gets the ball, is just putting these guys defenders under pressure, which is good. That is good. That league, league, that league's produced a couple of players. Yeah, obviously a lot of guys have come through there, and so we're just making sure about that. So keep, we'll keep the Tajian wash going. It's nice because they have that league on the zone. Oh, do they? So they get those games. Yeah. Oh, word! That's amazing. The second shout out goes to Theo Corbino for a beautiful strike yes. for MK Dons. Was, you see it? I saw a little clip of it yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, bro. That left foot volley, bar down. Yeah, we need to get him going, man. Yeah, the going. fact he might get shout out. We, we got to throw in a shout out to Wolves there. Thank you for getting rid of this guy from Chef Wednesday and making the move to MK Dons. Yeah, he, well, he wasn't playing there. What was going on? They were playing him at like left wing back. And like oh, he wasn't true. wasn't playing as much, but he was doing okay. And then as soon as he's gone to MK Dons, straight yeah. away right wing, and he's doing his thing. True. So still that's alone, awesome. right? Yeah, still alone. Amazing that Wolves recognize that. We're like, no, nah, this guy's a prospect. You need to get him like in yeah. his position, and move them and change them. And he's already making a little bit of an impact at MK Dons. So shout out to him. Yeah, that'd be big because he might get a call next week or whatever. Yeah, you might have to, bro, which also ties perfectly, Keith, into the next one. We had to, a player's officially retired, man, Scotty Arfield, retiring from international footy. Do you find that a little bit, like, strange or no? No, for me, it's that he wasn't in the picture no more. So The only thing I was thinking was the last, since, I don't know what happened with Rangers, the last couple of months, he's actually been in fine form. He's been getting a lot of PT and playing a lot, what, which is what's is surprising he, what for me. Where does he play for them, though, position-wise? Center mid. I think he plays a six. Yeah, like you're not breaking into that midfield for me right now. You got to be doing something pretty special. Fair. Yeah, I only thought. I only thought just because. And whoa, last, at like least he's like a little bit the... older, man. Like it's tough, bro. Now there's talent now, man. Like if you're not a young prospect, and if you're not a Tiba Hutchinson, I don't think you're gonna be there. Fair point. Yeah, Fair point. So, and uh, no, he, another, he paid his dues. He so did. Good. You tie that in perfectly into the, the next one. I'll actually go into that. The young talent, Estacchio, possibly all these rumors signing to Porto. That'd be a big move. Well, he'd be the first uh, Canadian to play for, for Porto, I hear. Should be amazing, but yeah, he's been. I guess he's been wanting that move for a while too. Hopefully, it happens for him. So, what two weeks left in January? So, hopefully, he can get that done. That'd be a great start for him for the new year. Absolutely. I mean, really a, a team that a team that regularly plays in the group stage of Champions, Champions League or a Europa right? League, yeah, like he can stay there a little longer. Guys playing at the top level, man, and another young With, guy, like 23, 24 years old. So. Another guy who's got 10-plus years playing at that level would be amazing. For sure. Next one goes to, we got to obviously send some love and some best wishes to Alfonso Davies. Terrible that he's going to be missing the next set of games for Canada. But obviously his health is number one. But it's tough that he's not going to be 
at those three games. Yeah, it'll be tough, man. But the good thing is, obviously, the depth that the team has now. And then, um, what's it called? Like, we saw the Gold Cup. He was not at the Gold Cup. And they see what this team could do already. So, I'm not I'm not worried. that For Canada, I'm not worried. But, obviously, just for him, get healthy. Get healthy. Take care of yourself. Because you obviously don't want these things happening on players. Of course, you yeah. You can't play with the heart. Which then takes us to our shout out to TFC acquiring Salcedo from Tigres. Yeah. Thoughts on it? Big. First Mexican to play for Toronto, I think. Be big. Really? Yeah. First Mexican international, yeah. It'll be big, man. I'm hearing good things about him from Tigres. And I guess what his, what his name's going on the other way. So I think it's a swap. A little bit of yeah, a, yeah, I've a seen picture. that. Yeah, Saltedo, 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 cilantro. Who knows? You're gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. No, I think that'll be big. Get some more depth because they lost a few other center backs. I know Gonzalez. Omar Gonzalez is gone. Yeah, he went to New England. Sabaleta is gone. So yeah, they need to start. Obviously, you got uh, Insignia coming in, but they need to start building others around this team. No, exactly too. So he's obviously will be a big piece, big piece. And when out the back, probably be two big beasts, man. So yeah, they need to make that spine strong, strong. Yeah. So definitely interesting. And then also just quickly, who they dropped? Do you know that the kid they drafted? Whose brother is he? The goalkeeper. Oh, uh, Luke Govron. Um, yeah. I mean. I'm not going to talk that much shit on the pod, but yeah, he's just a, a Hamilton Croatian kid. You know, the kid, brother. You know the kid though? I don't know the hit, like the kid who got drafted. No, I know yeah, his brother. I know his brother. I've definitely been at events or whatever. Those Croatian things get togethers with them. Yeah. Uh, his brother's our age and he's obviously younger, but yeah, he's went to St. John's. St. I, John's I think. Yeah. Doing really well. He was big East keeper of the year. I think sure. this year. Yeah, he so, looks like a big kid, big boy. So shout out to him, obviously, getting... It typically happens in the draft where they select, like, Canadians. Typically, yeah, they try to. Unless, yeah. unless, they, unless you have a high pick. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have a high pick, they typically go with that. But they got they both of them... Player. I think they had a third pick and they just got rid of it. Yeah, fair. Well, didn't, yeah, didn't they give it to because that Dom Dyer or whatever? Yeah, I think it was part of that deal or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So many roles and money. I don't know. I don't understand it. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, shout out to him. He got the got drafted. Young Croatian kid. Want to see him do well. Next goes into um, this is quite crazy, actually. I can't really believe it. There's Nadia Nadim. Obviously, she's blown up on Twitter today. And I thought we got to give her a shout out because she survived um so a traumatic traumatic childhood after her father was murdered by the taliban she was then forced to flee to get to denmark in denmark she starts balling out and becomes a professional footballer she's fluent in 11 languages and as of today she's a reconstructive surgeon yeah it's fucked bro how much time you got how much time do you have that's fucked and she plays for who now I forgot what team she actually plays for, bro. But yeah. she's a ball. I remember watching her at the World Cup, even for uh, Denmark. She's for Denmark, representing Denmark. Okay. And I was like, yo, who's this? She was actually nice. That's just mad. 
Oh uh, yeah, what a fucking story. Bro, shout out to the refugees, man. I hate all the negative talk about the refugees. This is why I could have pos- this is a positive story about it. Yeah. Like, oh man. And she actually she actually said that. She said if you give refugees a chance, they can contribute and make society better. Look at me. Yeah. I'm a doctor. My sister is a doctor, and my two other sisters are nurses. And then also just think about like Alfonso Davies, like yeah. the refugee story, everything. Give these guys some credit, man. Nadia, shout out to you. Shout out to you. And then we move on. We're continuing with the women theme. Barca women sell out El Clasico in just three days. 85,000. To put it even into context, the men haven't sold it out the entire season. Yeah. Shout out to the women. Because they just won the, they won the Champions League last year, no? I think. Yeah, they got a great squad. Bro, and it's just crazy because, like, you're starting to see these big, um, on the women's side, these big clubs starting to notice them more, man. So that would be huge. When is that? This weekend? I don't know if it's this weekend. It might be in a couple of weeks. So it's at Camp Nou? It's at Camp Nou. Sold out. Three days. Okay, and then the last shout out. Obviously, I don't want to fuck this name up, but I'm trying my best here. Salima Mukansanga. Shout out to you, 33-year-old from Sierra Leone, I believe. First women to officiate at AFCON. Big ups. Yeah. Especially for in the, especially there on a continent like that, for a woman to be in that is massive. So big shout out. Absolutely. And that's it for the shout outs. I'm going to give Keith a shout out. Shout out to Keith. You're amazing. 2022. First podcast recording. Just me and you. I'll shout you out, bro. Shut up, man. (laughs) (laughs) A relationship summed up in 10 seconds. Um, But yeah, no, 2022, man. Another year. Another year to be here. Of course. And... For everybody that's listening to this, by the end of the week, the full interview with Jonathan Osario will be out. Yeah. So wherever wherever you're listening to this right now, tune in and listen. If you want to get watch the visuals and watch the interview, that full interview will be up on YouTube. Some one clip is already there. Go check it out. Obviously, as I'll say, share it, show some people. Get some people on the pod. Show some people the story of Jonathan Osario if they don't know it. Got to support him as he goes into the big games for Canada. So push that one out for us. And obviously, I hope you enjoyed this podcast because it's been another one of the Just Offside podcast with myself, Mike Pavella. And Keith McCubio. Later.